You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. It's a Thursday here on the Blogging the Boys podcast network, and it's time to get riled up on the Cowboys for the beginning, Tom, of the 2023 season, right? And it officially has begun because uh, the 2022 season is gone and dusted, and everybody starts nil and nil, zero and zero. Sorry, I'm still in a bit of a soccer mood after (laughs) uh, the disappointing Champions League match that I watched this week but nonetheless right uh this is tom ryle my man i'm roy white and of course you can follow him at tom ryle btb you can follow me at rw3 there on twitter and you can follow the great content at bloggingtheboys.com and at bloggingtheboys there on twitter as well it's kind of the tale of of two different fan bases tom they're all cowboys fans of course but all the talk this week has been where do the Cowboys stack up against the best heading into 2023? And on one side, we have Cowboys fans who are elated to hear where the Cowboys find themselves as we begin the offseason, right? How close the Cowboys are to attaining the ultimate goal, or at least how close Vegas might think they are. And on the other side, we have Cowboys fans who, quite honestly, I've done this ride one too many times and might just be a bit frustrated with the other half. Now, Tom, I don't know which side you're on on that just yet. <laughs> yeah. But for I, those uh, that want to check out your work, make sure you go to bloggingtheboys.com to check out the accompanying article to this podcast. Yeah. As I have said, <coughs> excuse me. Um, I've been down this road a few too many times. Uh it's been a quarter century of futility for the Cowboys, as you've all heard in ad infinitum. But this 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 is just a general observation I want to make. Right now, nobody knows. We don't know how these teams stack up, uh, you know. And yet, here we are, and. Every time you turn on some kind of NFL coverage, whether on your local sports station or on ESPN or first, you know, on Fox Sports 1 or or whatever, they almost always have to talk about the Dallas Cowboys. And I I saw uh, some coverage. I didn't see it because I don't watch that stuff. But... Uh, you know, Herm Edwards just kind of went off because they were looking at the top six teams in the NFL and and in their estimation, and they chose six because 
Dallas was their number six team. And everybody says, why didn't we make it a top five? This is just to get the Cowboys in here. And he, he would just, he's sick of it. And yeah, I am too. I mean, when there's something newsworthy, you know, the story about hiring an offensive coordinator and Mike McCarthy taking over with Kellen Moore's departure, that's news. That's major stuff. If the Cowboys sign uh, one of their own free agents in the next few weeks while they're still able to do something, that's news. Let's talk about that. But just to always find some excuse to talk about the Dallas Cowboys, it it's tiresome because then they get into these raucous debates and and start throwing shade, and it's just uh, it's just it's old right now. And then another general thing is right now all these predictions and figuring out where people rank is you might as well just throw darts because we don't know nothing about nothing yet. Uh, All the teams now have their own free agents to uh, figure out who they're going to try to keep, who's going to depart, what holes that leaves, what are they going to do in, in free agency when the market opens on March the 15th? And then uh, what are they going to have to do in the draft? Who can they get and all that? And even then, all we'll have is a roster. And we're still months away from getting any idea how these guys actually are going to pan out. And yet people are putting up these rankings. You know, some people have the Cowboys as the fifth best team in the league. Uh, as I said, ESPN have them, had them at six. And Vegas has to get in on the action because Vegas wants those bets to keep flowing in. You don't think mm-hmm. they built the Bellagio and the MGM and all that stuff because they're losing money on you campers. So they put up odds and, you know, the Cowboys – uh, you know, that's where the, the fifth best thing comes. That's from the Vegas odds makers. Well, I thought it was illustrative. And I went back and dug up a tweet uh, from March of last year where some guy put up uh, the Vegas odds that were posted again almost a full year ago. Okay, they got one right. They had the Bills and the Kansas City Chiefs tied with the best odds. And, of course, the Chiefs won. Yay. Tough calls. Tough calls when you're talking about the quality of quarterbacks. Yeah, I mean, as as I like to put it in an article that will be linked to this podcast, as long as Patrick Mahomes has one and a half good legs, the Chiefs are got a chance to go all the way. Uh, but if you look at that list and you scrutinize it and you look for where did the Philadelphia Eagles land on this list, which had the top 14 teams as evaluated by Vegas, well, you can look a long time because they weren't even on there. And if you look at who they had as the teams most likely to represent the National Football Conference in the Super Bowl, which was just played, it was 
the Green Bay Packers, and then the Los Angeles Rams. Hmm. Mm. Guess what two teams did not make the playoffs at all? Golly. <laughs> that means they missed them by six spots at a, at a minimum. And the Rams, obviously, they missed by a lot more than that. But yeah, that's kind of – that right there should set anybody straight in thinking that the conversations about where the Cowboys are relative to other teams at this moment into thinking those conversations matter one bit. And yet we have to have the conversation because Vegas puts it out there and allows people to gamble on it. And I suppose someone may be out there putting money on the Cowboys at this point in time, although I don't know who that would be based on history, if nothing else. And based on the fact that you have to understand that Vegas actually bakes in a bit of an extra cost when it comes to the Cowboys because they are so popular. They probably should be, Tom, like plus 1,200. And instead, yeah. I, I think they were like plus nine. Yeah. Uh, I have to pull up the original article on that to be sure. But yeah, they, you know, it's it's just... It's it is it is nothing other than generating conversation and something to talk about, uh, and and that's all it is. This is about ratings. That's that's purely the purpose here because the Dallas Cowboys, as much as other fan bases may hate to admit it, they are the most popular team in the NFL for people to get worked up about, to have an opinion about. Uh, we've got a broad and loyal fan base, even though we can be extremely harsh sometimes with the team and with the players, but there's an even bigger anti-fan base. People who want to see the Cowboys fall flat on their face. And they will listen to this stuff just hoping for Stephen A. to go off on them, which he does with great cigar smoking relish. Um, you know, there's always, you know, you've got Dan Olofsky, who seems to be struggling to figure out that Dak Prescott may actually be a NFL franchise quarterback. Uh, so that's out there. That draws the attention. And yet we're just talking in circles, as, as I keep saying. We don't know what Dallas is this year. Uh, and I'll say that it, it is a lot grimmer an outlook than a lot of people want to face. They've got issues. I agree. Not necessarily problems, although some of them certainly are. We know they've got major holes to fill because of the number of key contributors that are now set to enter free agency. Uh, they may get some of them back to fill those holes, but that is still to be determined. And we all know that Stephen Jones is not fond of, of going in a bidding war for someone and tends to back off as soon as another team starts sniffing around and some numbers start showing up because they're almost invariably 
take up too much of the pie for him. Uh, the offensive staff, as we mentioned earlier, is undergoing a pretty major overhaul with Mike McCarthy now the de facto offensive coordinator, although he's hired uh, Schottenheimer to come in. Uh, but I think that as far as day-to-day, the day-to-day task, it's going to be just like it is between Jerry and Stephen Jones, where Jerry holds the title of GM, but Stephen Jones does like 97% of the actual work. I think McCarthy will be doing the game planning and the scheme design, while Schottenheimer is basically there to help him come up with the right plays and and be more of an assistant OC in, in that sense. Vacations can be tricky. You already know how to book flights and hotels, but now the only thing you're missing is, you know, the actual travel experience. Because is it really a vacation if you're just sitting around like you would at home? You need a tool to get the most out of your time away. That's where Viator steps in. You can book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Okay. Well, that brings up at least uninteresting aspect of things that I think is in the realm of what should be discussed at this time, right? Because we've detailed kind of how worthless the conversation is about where the Cowboys stack up relative to other teams. We don't know where they're going to be, especially with the moves they hopefully will make in the offseason, including the free agency and, and, and draft. But with what we know, Mike McCarthy taking over play calls, are you now ready to say that Mike McCarthy does have a specific goal that needs to be met this season in order for him to retain his title as head coach, really in order for him to retain his job with the Dallas Cowboys. Cause last year we kind of started and I was on the side that said, I thought he might need to get to an NFC championship game. I said, I, I did think he needed to get to an NFC championship game to save his job. Um, consequently, it came down to, Really, winning a playoff game in in convincing fashion, I think, was enough to put him over the edge. Right after they won that game, yeah, felt like he secured his place for twenty twenty three. Where are we now? And that that's that's a that's a, an excellent thing to bring up because it shows 
how we don't know how the situation is going to unfold. And I think Mike McCarthy locked himself in for another year when Dak Prescott was injured and this team went four and one. Ooh, okay. Tom, so if they'd have lost to Tampa, you're telling me his he still has his job. Well, it, if they lost badly, it may have been up in the air, but they still might have carried him. That's that's because that was such an impressive little bit of of, of holding the team together, and and that's the thing Ugh. is that we're we gonna have, have to, to we're gonna have to agree to disagree on that one because okay, I while I agree, I think what that did that stretch it propelled him into coach of the year conversation early on, right? Yeah. And eventually, what transpired as the season went on and ultimately ended, not only did he fall out of the front runner position of the coach of the year, Tom, he didn't even get a vote. Yeah. He didn't get and, one and, first place vote of coach of the year. And that to me, despite the fact that he got his number one quarterback back, despite the fact that Dak Prescott had some decent offensive games, right? Unfortunately, overshadowed by all the turnovers, that kind of points to disappointing Mike McCarthy resume that was on that was on the down downturn at the and very that, end there and if it ended on another downslide yeah and, and, but I'll, I'll, I'll also say that 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 brings up the more of how it, it it's how you get there because the Cowboys had some other injury concerns down the stretch uh, you know, and that that kind of, you know, I think that that led to some of the weakness in the the last few games of the season. And you always have to, to me, I think you have to keep in in mind that Jerry Jones, the one thing I think he probably still has the vote, the only real vote is on who his head coach is. I think that is his one real job that he's retained and keeps on his desk. And so he makes the decision to, to hire him. I think he makes the decision to fire him, fire them. And I think he's, he, excuse me. I think he looks at all of this stuff. And I also suspect that he and McCarthy probably have a pretty decent working relationship which influences jerry a lot i believe uh you know he kind of goes with his gut and his feelings which i'm not saying that's the way it should be done i'm just saying i i think this is the reality and now you're gonna have to look at what vicissitudes vicissitudes i don't know how to say that what problems they face during next season and how do they match up with them and handle uh, that's all going to enter into this. And I kind of lean to the fact that with making the change, expecting that that could lead to a few bumps, uh, the fact that I, this roster could indeed wind up weaker uh, after they go through all of this because of the losses they're going to, they could conceivably have and their tight fisted way with outside free agents, as well as some their own players to an extent. Uh, this could wind up a weaker squad while McCarthy is adjusting, uh, you know, and, and 
then you know there's what if they they still pay Ezekiel Elliott a lot of money and tag Tony Pollard tie up a lot of the the cap there where I think that is not a good investment and what if they don't successfully find more wide receiver help for this team mm-hmm. then I think sometimes Jerry does look at it and say like well we kind of dealt you a bad hand there Mike so he's remember he's got he's got two years left on his contract and I kind of lean towards he's going to play out and then next the next year that'll be the decision well what's unfortunate to me is that I think we can ultimately be a little bit fooled by the overall quality of the Cowboys relative to the rest of the league, because they are in a conference that is much weaker than what the top quality of the NFL possesses. Now, granted the Eagles showed up in that game in the Super Bowl and they represented for the NFC. Well, but if you match up really the top three or four in the NFC, I don't think it compares to what is available amongst the top five or six in the yeah. AFC. The Chiefs, I, I think- the Bills, the Ravens, the the Chargers, you know, the Bengals, all those teams, the up-and-coming Jags even who gave the Cowboys a scare will probably be more dangerous next year. And yet we look at the NFC, and this is where I guess – I suppose you could also hang your hat from a hope standpoint – like there's a lot of teams in the NFC that need to do some significant work, more significant yeah. work than what the Cowboys need to do because it needs to happen at the most important position in the league. But there's a lot of teams that are going to need to do work there. And and think about it. I can rattle them off, right? Green Bay's probably going to lose their franchise quarterback and going to go in a different direction after how many years the Detroit Lions and Jared Goff, right? He might be like the fourth or fifth best quarterback in the entire NFC, right? What's Kyler Murray going to be? Um, Geno Smith, is he really going to have the type of year he had a season ago? No quarterback with San Francisco right now scares you. I guess Brock Purdy, like he comes back, but you'll have a little bit of a book on him next year. I think the expectations will be higher next year, and it'll be interesting if he lives up to those. Like, I guess I... What I'm saying here, Tom, is maybe I could convince myself that the Cowboys are going to be okay. Yeah, and I'll even throw in another one. Don't God. forget the Eagles are swapping out both their coordinators. Uh, got a lot of know. personnel changes, too. I mean, the coaching and the personnel changes all combine to some significant shakeup for the NFC representatives in 2020. Yeah. And and that comes right back to, well, where are we really now? And the question is waiting, looking for evidence, uh, you know, and and so it, all this stuff, it, it's just building hype. I don't mind people being optimistic about the Cowboys, but don't buy hype based on smoke and mirrors, which is all this is. Uh, Most of these ratings, if you come down to it, how do they come up with these? They look backwards. They look at the team that was fielded last year. And in the NFL, you often see that, that 
twenty percent of the team is is changed out. If and it's probably higher than that. Uh, you know, with with the draft and free agency and all that stuff, uh, uh, there could be trades. You know, the NFL doesn't do much of that, but they're kind of opening up to the idea of trading players more often. Yeah. So, I love that you said that line there, though, Tom. That it, it's really more based about what have you done for me and not really looking forward. The yeah. thing I can always relate to that for my generation was how I would look at video games. They would always yeah. present a video game with the year, the following year. For example, this past year was Madden 2023. And yet all the statistics in the player updates, right? The evaluations of any said player were all based on what they did when. Not in 2022, in 2021. So it was almost yeah. two years ahead. And that always bothered me, although now they do a good job of keeping those stats updated, Tom. They update them every week based on players' actual performance. But that's neither here nor there. The important thing is, you know, the Cowboys don't really have any personnel updates, don't really have any movement to be made up until two, three weeks from now when the uh, free agency period begins. Yeah, and that's that was that's what – kind of stuck in my craw and led to this rather curmudgeonly take on all this. Hmm. Uh, you know, maybe I'm out there shouting, you know, get off my lawn and pull up your pants at people. But I just, this, the Cowboys get hyped so much. That, and let's face it, that to me is also one of those other little problems is that the Cowboys are so successful no matter what happens on the field. From a from a financial viewpoint, the Joneses are rolling in it, and they also have media attention because all the reporters know that Jerry Jones is always good for a quote, and they're hoping for something controversial or outrageous. Stephen Jones is not shy about laying out his opinion, although he's a little bit more circumspect, and openly uses the the media sometimes to downplay the value of players he's trying to to you know play a little low ball with and stuff and so they flock they're looking for some quote that's going to give them a headline and you know half half the time or more they get exactly what they're looking for and and the the joneses more than any other owners in the nfl uh, look at people as fans to be wooed uh, for themselves. They have, they know they have their own weird fan base, especially Jerry. Uh, and you know they sign, they sign autographs the same way Dak Prescott does. People are just begging for him. <laughs> yeah, I see you're hanging your head there. You're not wrong. Listening. Like I've <laughs> literally seen it. In fact, I remember when I was working in radio and went out to a game, there was a individual, a woman who had a custom Cowboys Jersey that said Jerry on the back. And instead of a number just had a dollar sign <laughs> as the Jersey. And I thought how apropos, 
Uh, maybe it was a former client of hers. Oh, I didn't say that. No, I didn't. <laughs> well, on that <laughs> note, Tom, I think we've reached the point of the level of speculation that we can have on this front to have fun with it, right? Have a great time with it. If you're going to spend money out there, uh, I would argue spend it a little bit more responsibly than this. Uh, and by the way, you may be able to get better odds, in my opinion, as the offseason goes forward based on how things may go for the Cowboys. But if you're interested in putting money down now that you're not going to see for 10 months, then by all means, um, be my guest on that front. Shoot, 10 months, 12 months, Tom. You wouldn't see this yeah. money until this time next year. So yeah, um, remember, we're only we're only 363 days away. Yeah, let me just tell you, not a very good investment plan, even if you do wind up winning it at this point. So yeah. either way, uh, have fun with your own money. It's yours. You spend it however you want. Until then, though, stay up to date on all the things that the Cowboys are doing, all the news out there. We'll keep you up to date on bloggingtheboys.com. For Tom, I'm Roy. We appreciate y'all staying riled up on the Cowboys, and we will see you next week. Support for this show comes from Fundrise. Buy low, sell high. It's easy to say, hard to do. For example, high interest rates are crushing the real estate market right now. Demand is dropping and prices are falling, even for many of the best assets. It's no wonder the Fundrise flagship fund plans to go on a buying spree, expanding its billion-dollar real estate portfolio over the next few months. You can add the Fundrise flagship fund to your portfolio in just minutes and with as little as $10 by visiting Fundrise.com Fox. Carefully consider the investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses of the Fundrise flagship fund before investing. This and other information can be found in the fund's prospectus at Fundrise.com flagship. This is a paid advertisement.